The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we go, Players Lounge. It's a Monday, and it is a Monday where you can overreact. It's a Monday where you can be frustrated. It's a Monday where you can be a whole lot of ways. The Cowboys are now in second place in the NFC East with a 10-4 record after getting obliterated. 31-10 in Buffalo. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. we got Heck Harrison is here. Danny McCray is here. Barry Church is out this week doing things. and uh, In his Christmas. favorite place. It Merry, is. <laughs> Merry Christmas to the church family. Yeah, yeah. Family truths, man. Love have a good time out there. I'm glad you don't have to be here to, you know, to deal with uh, this foolishness that we had to watch yesterday. But, you know, we, we'll talk about it. be like that, man. It was foolishness. 266 yards rushing. Yes, sir. That, that's, that is the top story for me. The second thing is the penalties. Guys, they're the most penalized team in the National Football League. It hasn't stopped. The penalties they had, extended drives, they were good. Um, yesterday, Buffalo was. They were good. And you gave them, you know, gave them more opportunities, and they beat you solidly. This was a cream. Puff just beat them down. Just, I'm gonna beat, they're like Bud Crawford. We're going to beat you up, beat you up, beat you up, send you home, beat up. And, and there's nothing that you can say, in my opinion, to make this thing uh, look good. It's, it was bad. Bad man, Danny, come on, man. Oh, look. he's gonna give me you gonna give me first time. Nah. You gonna let me go and get my yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bro. You, you, you know what? You, you no lies told, and and everything that you said. You you started off last week when we went to what were our issues in this matchup, and the, the new way you started with penalties. You didn't even talk about what you thought may be our ace in the hole to get a win. It was we got to stop the penalties, and finally we saw on three particular drives. Penalties, extend drives, and get us down twenty-one to three in the first half. We dug, we dug, we did ourselves no service uh, in, in that matter as far as the penalties. And it seems to be the same guys around the penalty flag every time. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how that happens, right? Never in the accident, but always around the accident, right? <laughs> so Kyle, call him Kaiser Sorce. You're a usual suspect. They find you. <laughs> they they seem to find you. It just happens that way. <laughs> I don't know how, you know. But every time there's trouble, you're near it. And, um, you know, I I tell you what, man, you start to ask yourself questions about this defense. And that's where, for me, that was the most shocking thing. The defense not making tackles. The defense making bonehead plays. The same thing that you uh, were talking about last week as far as the TE stunts and the way that you played and not leaving those gaping holes on the back end open for running backs to run through. You go into Buffalo and you do the exact thing that you knew last week would get you beat. You do it this week. Mm -hmm. And... We talked a lot about James Cook, and I don't think a lot of people really knew about James Cook, but you know his name now. And it was going to be on our linebackers. What were our linebackers going to do? And, Danny, I can't wait to to hear you your take on guys like Marquise Bell and Damon Clark because we knew that they were going to have their work cut out for them. <laughs> I don't know just your headset now. But you knew they were going to have their work cut out for them, and you saw – Buffalo game plan to put our linebackers in bad positions, and they did it the entire game. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
it, it it was it was a very tough game to watch and even even more difficult to rewatch from the end zone perspective, yeah. right? Because as I'm watching the game, I'm I'm, I'm thinking, man, this D line is struggling. Like, okay, because that's naturally when somebody's running the ball against you like that, yeah. and how the Cowboys have been set up, right? You go draft the guy in the first round. D line has been struggling. We're trying to figure out a way to stop the uh, stop the San Francisco type running attack, and you say, okay. Man, the D line just not showing up. And then you go watch the, the all twenty two. You watch from the end zone view, and you say, "Wait, hold on, they, you know, they like they didn't play great." But I'm looking at the linebackers and the safeties of, "Hey, man, are we a gap sound defense?" Because yeah. like we like as I'm watching it, I'm saying, "All right, maybe we got bullied." Right, that's the thing, man. They came out here and they just ran up and down, up up and down the field. They bullied you, right? You, you couldn't hold point, whatever. And I'm watching the tape, and I'm like, "No, we we just we're out of position." So many times, the same problems that we had against San Francisco, pulling guards, pulling tackles, we're, we're late on reading those, right? You're having two guys in the same gap multiple times. Hey, if the, if the guard pulls, the A-gap moves, right? So now if you don't go over the top, it's two guys in the A-gap, and on the opposite side of the ball, you don't have enough, and you saw it. Over and over and over again. First quarter, they ran to the bubble the entire first quarter, which is where you have the uh, the B gap open. Yes. For, for those who don't know what the bubble is, they just continue just running straight to the bubble every time. One four was over there. Mark Michael Parsons over. It didn't matter. It just continued running to the bubble, and then Dan Quinn tried to make some adjustments. And then they figured out a way to run away from the bubble to the bubble. They just started pulling guards and tackles, and we couldn't find a way to fit it. And I think, to me, that was the story of the game for the defense. It was, hey, man, if you're not going to uh, show us that you figured out how to uh, stop what San Francisco did to you, we're going to come in here. We're just going to make sure we do it over and over and over again. And all through the week, I talked to you all about Joe Brady. Right. And calling this uh, offense. Now he wants to run the football. And I just went back and I'm like, you know what? I remember watching LSU in 2019. And I remember why Clyde Edwards Alaire got drafted in the first round because he found ways to utilize this guy running the football and out of the backfield. And now you got Cook out here who's doing the exact same thing. That is the story of this defense. Safeties didn't play well. Linebackers did not play well. You didn't even give your secondary a chance no. to get out there and make any plays because they didn't have to. This is the second time we've given up 200 yards rushing like we built we are building the team to stop teams like this and San Francisco from being able to put us out of the playoff race and that game right there just makes you feel like we're not any 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 not even a step closer to yeah. being able to handle that specifically on the road so San Francisco 170 yards of rushing on the Cowboys Arizona 222 yards of rushing on the Cowboys and Buffalo, 266 yards. If you want to beat the Cowboys, do what you said. Run. Just, just run right there. So that's that's one thing. And then watch them commit a bunch of penalties and shoot themselves in the foot. There you go. <laughs> and you saw, you know, last weekend, you saw uh, Nick Bosa in front of his locker telling Cowboy fans, like, yeah, you want to beat Philly? We're giving you the blueprint on how to do it. Nobody from Buffalo went out and said that, but like you just said, they're showing you, they're giving you a blueprint on this is how you do it. And the same theme in that San Francisco game, same thing in that Arizona game is blockers being able to get to the second level. Uh, our, our defensive line, 
I, look, I don't know how big the, the Hankins injury is, but it looked significant yesterday with the way that Mozzie Smith was playing in the middle. We just we couldn't find an answer to them in the running game, whether it's the bubble, whether it's the, the, the tackle uh, coming all the way back backside and, and cracking back on these guys. They couldn't figure it out. And for some reason – we Dan Quinn has gotten away with it with playing Marquise Bell out of position because, look, he, he's a lot faster than people uh, give him credit for, and he can just kind of run around the block. But when he has pressure on him, there is nothing he can do. And Damone Clark, to me, it's like I never looked at him as being undersized. I know he's a big guy, but when you're just getting scooped out of the middle, <laughs> you just get scooped out of the middle. You're not giving yourself an opportunity uh, either. But I just got to say, like, when I see, like, a, a Jerron Curse, there's a play, James James uh, Cook is coming to – is basically uh, to that side, basically uh, scream, uh, scream to that side or basically a sweep to, to the, to the uh, wide side. And you see Jerron Curse, Jerron Curse coming up, but at the same time he takes the, a bad angle. Mm-hmm. And you see that multiple times when you one-on-one safety with a running back, and that's going to open the floodgates every time. And, and, like, those are things that I'm pointing to you and asking, like, maybe Dan Quinn schematically may be wrong, but he can't be drawing it up that bad where you have an opportunity to get the stop and you just take a bad angle over and over and over again. No, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's it's guys not being gap sound. And and I'm not – I don't want to take anything because I don't know exactly how it is, right? But I know – if you're playing to run as a defender, right, and, and Dan Quinn's scheme may be, okay, the first player that gets there has to hammer, which is they have to knock it back in and they have to make sure the ball doesn't get outside of the Outside, Essentially yes. setting the edge. Now, if the guy that's coming in to make the tackle on the inside is expecting you to set the edge and you don't, your angle is bad because now it has to change from you going inside shoulder to now having to bubble around and go outside. And if you watch that film, it happened over and over and yes, over again, so we're where, talking about the where same somebody thing. expected yeah. to, to, for you to to hammer the ball back in, and you were coming into the C gap, and then they stick their head in the C gap. Now you have to try to replace it to the D gap, and all of a sudden the contained. edge is gone, right? Okay. Or or somebody's crack blocking you on your outside shoulder. You're supposed to stay inside of it, but fight, but you stick your head on the outside. Now the, now the C gap's open, and it's over. And over and over again, if you cut the fit, it's oh, I'm telling you, it is all over the tape. Great thing about it is, okay, there's a there's a chance for you to say, all right, all week we just gonna focus on run fits because that is what killed us in this game. Horrible thing about it is you've been dealing with this for years <laughs> and you haven't figured out a way to handle teams that are going to make sure that you are sound when you're pulling guards and pulling tackles. The, the problem that I've seen with Damone Clark and Marquise Bell is they just late. Mm-hmm. So Mar- you, I won't say he's undersized, but if you're late <laughs> and, the, and the lineman has a chance to get in position and you're still trying to figure out where you're supposed to be at, you're going to look like that all the time. You can't be both. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be, right? <laughs> I, I'm, be seeing them, I'm seeing them dropping in the pass drops when it's a pulling guard and you're supposed to be going to the other side of the formation. Like, yeah. that's, how, that's how off they were in this game. And hopefully you can get that fixed because you got Miami and you got Detroit. And what we know about both of these teams is they can run, run the, the football. They can run the football. And, oh, yeah, by the way, in the playoffs, you're going to play teams, possibly on the road, that specialize in running the football. So, I mean, yeah, you got some work to do, man. Got some work to do. Oh, Mostert, A-Chain coming up in uh, South Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a problem. It is, it is a big problem. Coach Soul came from the, that Shanahan tree, so he's going to run the ball. They're committed to running the ball, and they have speed on the outside. The Cowboys... <laughs> 
have questions that they've got to get answered and they've got to get some some answers real quick because getting on a plane to go down to South Florida on Christmas Eve is coming up real quick. By the way, we were all wrong about this game except Barry Church. <laughs> and this is the day he's not here to gloat about it, which Church is crazy. Church picked the Bills 28-24. I went Dallas 24-23. Heckma, you went Dallas 17-14. Danny, you went Dallas 24-21. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. One yeah, thing man. about Church, when, when he yeah. pick against the Cowboys, he usually be right. It's logical. It's logical. Yeah. And, and, you know, so when we left, when we left here – that Don't was that was when um, I got the whole weather change. It's gonna be rain. I'm like, oh, oh, because we were already off the air. It was it was, it was in the uh, media mash that uh, they were just in the locker room talking to to Bucky and about how he's uh, got all the gear, changing everything. It's like they, they it's going to be bad. Like, oh boy, oh boy. So um, was yeah. it bad? Not from, from, the, from watching it where like not, on TV it just it didn't look bad like the Carolina. Not at the start, but then once they you know once they once they put it in the second quarter started coming down and then it was just okay. Mm-hmm. You can't throw, you're behind, you can't throw, we know you have to throw, it's rainy, and it just it, it just wasn't fitting you. And look, they, they they it was this was the the while it wasn't the cold, cold for Buffalo wanted, this was just as good. You know, it's, it's rainy weather. We got you down. You shooting yourself in the foot. You can't stop the run. We got you on the road. And and um, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like once the, that that third uh, personal foul led to a touchdown, I'm like, man, they, they not only can you not beat them, you out here beating yourself. Yeah, this is done. Yeah, you snake. This, this is right. This is just done. Yeah. You can't beat them, and you're helping them. You can't win like this. It's, it's fresh for me. It's frustrating. It's just frustrating. And and doggone it, man. You know I I. You was upset with Sam. Come on, man. Come on, man. You was you was upset with Sam. Come on. But I, I think I think. But we talk about the same old same old folk, same yeah, folk, yeah, same yeah. people. But listen. But 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 but, 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 but before before we get to special teams, I, like I just want to. We all, we all did sit in here, okay? I, I think all of us did, or most of us. I'm not sure who didn't. And we said, hey, listen. The keys to the, the to victory in this game is you want to make sure that you put everything on Josh Allen. All right, make Josh Allen beat you with his arm. Or whatever it is, make sure it's Josh Allen. If you don't, this is the type of game you're going to have. If you let these dudes come in here and run the football against you, you're going to have a very long day. Well, it definitely wasn't on Josh Allen because he was 7 for 15. He got the game ball. He got the game ball. He got the game ball. Do go out there and rip a 170. You get a game ball to the quarterback. Yeah. You heard what he said. What he said. He saw the video. He like I felt like I – Passed it, got an A on a test, and I didn't do nothing. <laughs> he telling the truth. Yeah, like why, why would you well, do? I didn't, I didn't do anything today. I mean, it, I just handed it all. I ran a couple times, you know. I mean, it was easy for him. This, it was basically a laugher, is what Josh said. It was a laugher, and you know what? I'm I, I fooled again. That's my fault. Fooled again. Fooled again. I went back here to the sheet of integrity. Back here at the beginning of the year, I had as a loss. Yeah, I had. You this flipped a, out. I had. You know what? And this, this is what I had going down. So I, I had. A win against Philly, then I had a loss at Buffalo, then I had a loss at Miami, I had a win against Washington, and a win against Detroit. So, I mean, I, I, right there, man, right there, I had two L's. I had two yeah. L's, man. I, I, I got us at 11 and 5, right? No, that's, no, you, you must have 11, 11 and 6. And six. No. 11 and 6. I had oh, 12 oh. and 5, I think. And I, Originally, you went 12 and 5. And then, and then I, I, I think I switched that up. 
So originally you went twelve yeah. and five. Heckman, you went thirteen and four, and then Church and I were sitting here at ten and seven. That's what originally when the schedule mm-hmm. first came out. That's what we were sitting at here, and then I changed I changed mine to uh, I think I went twelve and five. But but this 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 game, the thoughts that I had before, I should have stayed with it. Which was this is a tough place to play. That's tough. But that's a like and and then when we went off the when I found when I heard about the rain, I was like, man, this is bad. Because this is it just it just did I didn't like that sense <laughs> of just the elements because they like to throw. They're a throwing team. Yeah. Can't throw in that. Well, they did the same thing in Philadelphia. Look at the games that they played against Philly. It was a wet, rainy game, and they still had a commitment to try and throw the ball. They tried to go with James Cook, and Philly did a better job of stopping James Cook than obviously we did. It, they didn't have to. They didn't have to change their game plan because of the weather. They had already saw Brady, your boy Brady, the offense coordinator. He was just. Checking off, like, oh, y'all not stopping that backside? Check. Y'all not stopping this outside run? Check. Oh, oh, you're not you're not getting any help over here for number four? To check. It, and, and as the game started to go, you just you started seeing certain things that they were doing where here get they're getting to the second level and nobody's even touching them. Mm. He's get he's getting on that last on that last TD run by James. Oh, Cook. That, it, oh that, the ugly one. The ugly one. That that was like that was the whole game in one play. We could do nothing. Change the direction. Head back the other way. There was nothing that we could do about them. And I'm telling you, it's like one of those games that I'm sure that nobody is wanting to sit in film study and see that. One. Well, you better. All right, you better. <laughs> you know that's a bad you, place you, to be. You, you better cut that film on and say, "Hey, this is what happens when you do yeah. not stay in your gap. This is what happens when you are not gap sound. It makes it look like you went out there and got punched in the mouth. And essentially, to me, you are just out of position. Like you are not playing disciplined football. As yeah. far as, hey man, we gotta, we have to earn the right to rush the passer. True. It looked like you out here pass rushing on rundown. You know that they want to run the ball. They got 150 on you already. And guys are running right? right by the run, running ain't back. No, ain't no more pass. <laughs> Rush. It's like it's over. There's no more oh, pass man. rush. All right, just put your head in your gap and make sure that if the ball comes to you. You there to make the play, yeah. and you know they just couldn't figure out a way to get that done. Which is like, are you just hard headed, or it's something that you're just not going to be able to change? Because if not, you're going to have a rough next <laughs> next two games because the the two teams that you are about to play mm-hmm. specialize, okay, and being able to yeah. run the football, and they both got two big time weapons to be able to do it. Both of them. Miami got two, but Detroit got two. They got Gibbs and Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, they won't run the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, they also have a top five receivers on each one of those squads. Yes. Oh, and, tight and end. don't forget the tight end. Yeah, and the tight end. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you get no easier. You just like I, I understand you saying, "Hey, man." I, you feel a way about it because the the, the 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 weather and and how it may be. No, I did not expect us to come out and give up two hundred yards plus rushing what? and one seventy plus the one player two sixty six. Yeah, I don't, the offense could come out and be a little shaky, but then I'm figuring, okay, both teams are kind of step up on defense and play play a little bit better. I I never would have expected our defense to come out and get that type of running performance up to uh, to Cook. We trusted him. Got I know, I, I know, I, I still trust Dan Quinn. 
But I mean, goodness, that like that that's something that you we've been trying to figure it out. Well, for that's years, trust we, right there. That's yeah. trust right there. You 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 dug in. I, I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, because the the, the, the the percentage of games that the defenses have played well yes. is still higher than, than the percentage that they've not been able to play as well. And even in the playoffs, we haven't played, blamed it on the defense not being able to do something against the 49ers. We're like, hey, where's the offense at this time? If you yeah. hold the 49ers to 21, 24 points, you assume that this is still gonna be a close game because yeah. the defense kept you in. So I'm still gonna trust Dan Quinn in that aspect of like he ain't, it hasn't that hasn't been the reason that we came out of it saying oh man well yeah we don't have no shot it's 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 the other side of the ball who who I've been looking at and saying okay in the big time games we need Dak and Tony Pollard and the CD Lamb to be able to show up in those situations and make those big time plays so I still trust them but it was that's a that's a it's a rough <laughs> go, man. 200-plus rushing, man, multiple times in the season and then a little under 200 against uh, San Fran. That's... You're, you're trending. Yeah. Hey, he's trending. Mm-hmm. And you look at the games that you just said, it, the games that we lost, there's a common theme there. Yeah. Running. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's do it. We, now we get special teams and all that. After. And, and – and, uh, Dak, Dak Prescott in the MVP race. Let's, let's uh, oh, get man. some thoughts on that. Here we go. With uh, Hector Harrison, Danny McCray. I'm here Sports. we go. Plays Lunch, brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in Hart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. T 
Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. All right. It's your time of the year, Danny McCray. Camp time. Yeah, man. Friday, Saturday, we ready. We ready. It's gonna be full too. Did you send a send a message out about pickup time? <laughs> Did they get it? No. Oh no, it's gonna be multiple emails going out. All right. I gotta go Christmas shopping after the camp. So make sure you come get your kids. But if you don't, I'll still be there because you know I'm a responsible human being and I wanna make sure that your kid is get home safely. So oh, man. it is what it is. But I would prefer you come get them on time. Go on, go to brunch. <laughs> Danny nah, got him. Uh-uh. No, nah, don't go to brunch. <laughs> brunch over at 3. All right? Make sure you can close your tab Danny out at 2.45. Yeah, go to one of them brunch places where they close at 2. Right? Yeah, yeah, go early. There you go. You've done it, too. You've done it, too. Uh, Dak Prescott, 21-34, 134 yards, and an interception. No touchdown passes yesterday as the Cowboys go down 31-10 in Buffalo. They're now in second place with a 10-4 and four mark. Philadelphia takes on Seattle tonight on Monday Night Football. Come on, Seattle. Uh, <laughs> Brock Purdy with a nice Come day on. for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey with a nice on. day for the 49ers. So uh, Dak Prescott's MVP uh, candidacy took a massive hit yesterday. Massive hit, in my opinion. You are, you are correct. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are already on the Christian McCaffrey uh, train about it. Okay. And what he did yesterday, no, listen. But we, like I said, we know as a quarterback-driven, you know, whatever. That performance definitely didn't help. Didn't help. Massive hit. But that's the thing about the NFL. You go out here and you do it against Miami, you do it against uh, Detroit, then you're right back in it because Brock Purdy have a bad game or Christian McCaffrey. It's it's uh, it's fluid. It's fluid. That's it's it. Fluid. There you go. It's fluid. Sports so fluid. He, has an, he has an opportunity to still go out there and do what he needs to do. But to me, that's the least of your worries at this at this point. You need to figure out how to finish the month out strong, the season out strong. Because at this point, where you five seed looking at going on going on the road again, New probably Orleans, twice back to back. Yeah. You're like you need to figure out a way to make sure that your team is going to show up on the road and be able to play because you put yourself in position to have to go on the road to win the playoff game, multiple playoff games, probably throughout whatever run you plan on making to get to where Heckma, he just can't stop saying it. Man, don't worry. It, it'll <laughs> it'll, stop, it'll saying, stop coming up. Stop saying it. <laughs> don't uh, worry. But, yeah, no, that is rough. But I still think he's I, – I, I think he has a shot. Like, this is the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be primetime football. You're going to get two more opportunities to yeah. play against really good football teams to show that you deserve to be, you know, in that MVP race. So, opportunity still there. You got two playoff teams yeah. right right here coming up. Now, this division is, leaders. Yeah, this is what your your expectation, I think, and, and Dak was, okay, the defense doesn't have it. Can Dak be, make the plays to get us over the hump? There were opportunities in the game that you saw one big play to Brandon Cook mm-hmm. that didn't happen. You lay in that one, you're still on the runway uh, for talking about the MVP conversation. Now, look, I always thought from the beginning, they were people were not sincere about this whole Dak MVP. They were just way building them up. To bring him right back down. And as soon as he has a bad game, they want to remind you, oh, this is bad Dak. This is Dak throwing an interception. He's misreading. Can he read? All these different things that guys like, won't even say their name on the show, but guys that repeatedly look at every mistake that these quarterbacks make 
But when I look across at this whole MVP race, at guys like Purdy, he's having a hell of a year. Four touchdowns yesterday, two, 200, more than 250 yards. He's playing within the constructs of that offense. And whether you want to call him a game manager or whatever you want to call him, he's good enough at doing it that he does it well and at a high level in that offense when it's running. It looks like no one can beat it. Our offense yesterday, which to me I didn't see happening because whether it was the rain, whatever it was, we just couldn't get any type of rhythm going yesterday. Once we got down and it was clear, like, look, we're 21-3 at half, we're going to have to let certain things about the running game go, all right, unless it's going to look like garbage time. But we have to get those connections between the tight end. We have to get the short running. And they were sitting on it. They were waiting. Buffalo, pretty much in that second half, we made their game plan easy for them because everything that our go-to, they were standing right in the gap. And there was no way that we could get any rhythm. There was no more continuity in Mike McCarthy's play calling, and there was nothing he was fooling the other defensive coordinator with. Yeah, I think Dak was off a little bit yesterday. Um, I think Buffalo did a good job of playing playing zone defense and taking away mm-hmm. uh, the specific routes that that, that Dak and CD and and, and uh, Cooks and everybody that they had been being really successful on for the last five or six weeks. They said, "Hey, yeah. listen, we're going to make sure we're going to we're going to play zone, but we're going to lean our zone." to you the route concepts that you usually run. We're not yes. just going to run the, the regular cover three. We're going to say, oh, we usually run seam. So instead of you being right here on the hash, we're going to get you two yards out and make sure you carry that and see if they have something else to be able to throw. And I think they played really good football when it came to taking away specifically what we like to do on offense. And then also with Dak, Dak being out off a little bit, then the offensive line kind of struggling a little bit here and there. You lose Zach Martin. And it was just like the perfect storm for our offense. But I I want to give Tony Pollard some credit because I thought that he was running the football really well. Yeah. Like what you expected to see out of Tony Pollard coming out of last year and into this year, a healthy Tony Pollard. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, here we go. Five, six, seven, seven a pop. Finishing I, runs. Like, I, like, I, I, I like to see it. So I want to give him a shout out. But, yeah, man, I think Buffalo offensively, defensively, and on special teams – Wow, not so much better. I mean, offensively and defensively, they had a really good game plan for what we had been doing really well over the last five to six weeks. And Ed, Ed Oliver from Houston, Texas. Yeah, yeah, Westfield High School. That's my that's my school right there. Though. Shout out to Ed Oliver. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed Oliver. I mean, once he's up, we were talking about uh, we were talking about other guys, Vaughn and all those mm-hmm. guys that they got going, but. Man, Ed, number 91 is a headache yep. in the middle, and he is hard to deal with. Two people, one, didn't matter who was on him. He was just clogging up everything. We did a good job of maneuvering around him because he was not allowing us nothing early in the game. All right. Um... Go ahead, man. Contemplation. Go ahead. I, I want to know what you thought about the offense. What I thought about the offense mm-hmm. is – you thought Sean McDermott had something for him last week? This week? Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. Oh, I can't Denver. wait to see Vic Fangio. Who was the first the blueprint? That was the Kellen Moore That was the Kellen Moore blueprint. That was the Kellen Moore blueprint. Yeah. And that blueprint then followed him all the way up to uh to That's <laughs> thing still working. They got that on scroll. What? They, they scroll out the room. They hanging up at all the restaurants and everything. It's like on the back of his chair. Kick me. Blueprint. Blueprint. Yeah, that, that, that blueprint is out. He ain't been the same since. No. Right? So yeah, but no, it's, it's gonna be another tough one. It's gonna be another tough one because Ooh. I think I think that Buffalo Ramsey has now Howard. put it out there for, to show you, hey, oh, listen, 
This is what they like to do. Make them do something else, all right? And we're going to run our coverage, but it's going to be kind of, it's got like customized, right? (laughs) For your route concept. Rob Brown used to do it all the time. And he would be successful in taking away certain stuff that you really like to do and then make and force you to do other things. And that's what Buffalo did to us. So you got Fangio on that, and then you got, you know, Coach Soul, who was with them two years ago in the playoff game, the 49ers. I mean, so they ran. They just from from the opening drive. They just ran, man. So, I mean, yeah. Coach So, Coach So go get. You know he get fancy too, man. He try to get the style points, got the shades on. But he, but you know what? Christmas soul glow on him. <laughs> He's but he is gonna run the ball. You'd have to be stupid to come up against this Cowboys defense and not run the ball. I, I would the attention to detail on running the ball would be every single week, like you just said. Until y'all stop it, you're going to get a full dose of this every single week. That, most down 21, run it. Run I, it. I'm never going to stop running the ball. Run it. Never going to stop running. No, like, like, why? Like, why? But now, the thing is, it's not every run scheme. It's specific run schemes that the Cowboys have issues with. And, and until they figure out a way to, to cover up that and make sure that they can read pulling guards, read pulling tackles, uh, make sure that their gap sound when you have those issues. Because when you run, when you play against a team that runs straight zone, like it, it's, it's easy, right? It's right in front of you. All right, I got. I'm standing on the outside of this of this shoulder. When you start getting pulling guards and counters and all that, then it switches. It's like on the run, you got to be able to see. All right, my gap was here. He pulled. Now I got to get over the top. And if you're not, like I said, if you're not fast enough or accustomed to doing that, then you're having a hard time uh, covering covering those runs. All right, let's get a break here. We come back. Let's go over special teams, and we need to make our Monday night pick as the Philadelphia Eagles are at Seattle, and they've made some major changes in the coaching operation there in Philadelphia. Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, um, Newey Scruggs, That's Danny, Danny McRae. Yeah, church, church ain't here. I, I just, I just, but you know what? Church is just texting me his pics. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not here though. But I just got, got. (laughs) Go ahead, fix it. Lance, Lance, church. Lance, Lance. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Merry Christmas. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get jackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his cowboy-themed cottage in the Star District through December 24th. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. I had a bad week last week, huh? Uh, well, so checking it right here just to go <laughs> through week. it. So, um... But you can't. We, we all, you know, D- Danny, you had you had Dallas. Heck, you had Dallas. I had Dallas. Church came through on that. The Charger game. Um, I had Vegas. Church had Vegas. Heck, you had Vegas. Danny, I don't know why you went with Kellen Moore and company. Well, I thought Eckler was going to get some carries, and of course he didn't. Of course, I was like, why? Why would you give? Why would you give Eckler some carries? He fooled himself. <laughs> right. Too uh, smart. Cincinnati at Minnesota. Everybody went with Cincinnati. Everybody came out a winner here. Denver at Detroit. I had Detroit mm. winning. Church had Detroit winning. Heck, were you with, with Denver? What? Danny, you went with Denver. Houston at Tennessee. We all took Tennessee. Nah, I was with Houston. Everybody lost. <laughs> Heck, man, I got I was, it right here on the sheet of integrity. <laughs> where you changed it. Oh, no. Tennessee wrong for that. They didn't, man, they wasn't. Houston didn't have a quarterback, top receiver, nothing. Went out there. Then, then water uniform. So disrespectful. Just water uniform. That's petty, though. And then, of course, uh, we all took Baltimore against Duval. Everybody won there. So, yeah, man, rough. But, hey, you can go ahead and make a bounce back right here um, as it is a Philadelphia Monday night special at Seattle. Philly favored by three and a half. Geno Smith may not play. Jalen Hurts may play. He's not 100%. Flew separate from the team. The Eagles have... Um, Demoted their defensive coordinator. He's not going to be up in the booth, not calling plays. Decides not, he's not calling plays. Matt Patricia, the savior, he'll be calling plays on the sidelines. Give me Seattle, 24-21, desperate up there in the Emerald City. Barry Church has Philadelphia winning at 24-17. Heckman Harrison, what you got? Man, that is crazy. It, it could it be at the end of the season that both Philly, that Philly lose both their offense and defensive coordinator in one season mm. after losing their offenses, offensive and, and defensive coordinator. That would be cold blooded. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Philly on this one. I'm gonna go Philly. I'm gonna go Philly 21, 21, 15. In, in the spirit of my fantasy football team, okay, I'm going. On Nui, with Nui's side, okay, over there? Okay. You going to Seattle? Seven to nine. Seven to nine. <laughs> what? Twenty-one, twenty-four. I'm going straight. Everything new we got. Goodness gracious, they, it, it makes me a loser. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me a loser. Twenty-four, twenty-one makes me a loser. Unless uh, Swift, unless off. Swift get all like every yard. If, if, it, if it's just gain well, Swift and everybody just running just in there. Twenty-one, twenty-four. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. All right, there, there we go. There we go. So, so we're good on that here. Uh, special teams, yeah, Sam Williams. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Aubrey, good for you. Made a field goal. 
So um, he is um, made a 32-yarder, extending his NFL record for most field goals made without a miss to start a career to 31 consecutive field goals. He also leads the NFL with 133 points, and he could become the first rookie to lead the league in scoring since Mason Crosby did it in 2007, and that's when he was coached by Mike McCarthy. Mm, Shout out to to Aubrey. And I I remember – Man, maybe been five or six weeks ago, I was sitting on this show giving giving Sam Williams a lot of credit for being able to go out there at the gunner at his size and make those plays. And Sam has blocked the punt already this season. Yeah. Okay. So and I, and I know I know Bones Fossil goes out there and he teaches them he lays, how to. He lays the pad. He lays the pad out for you to like, jump across yeah, it. And this is all of that. This is OTA stuff. All right. This is every day at training camp. This is what we're going to do to start it off because we always start with the basics. This is how you do blocking punts. And my man did everything you could possibly do wrong. Everything. Lead a feed. Hands spread out, not running through, like everything that you would, that all the X's, you know, you have those posters and it's yeah. like don't, 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 and then do, 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 or when you get to instructions, he did all the don'ts on that, and I'm, well, I'm saying, you, you, you got a chance to really change the impact game the game, yes, there in a positive way, and instead, because you did not do what you were, because that's the type of stuff that get coaches fired. Like, not fossil. I'm not saying that. But, like, oh, man, this dude is – he not coached well. Not, no, no. They told you how to do it. Okay. But for some reason, you went out there and you lost your mind when you got through there. Maybe too excited, <laughs> whatever it was. And then, you, and then not only did that happen, yeah. then you missed it. All right. Yeah. At least if you're going to do all that wrong and you still in position to make the play, just go out there. Then you ran the ball. <laughs> you ran the You know what I Do all that, jump through, miss him, then just pow. Run him over. It, First down, the other way. And, oh, touchdown, game over. And that, and that, but see, an and, and unfortunate part about that is when you play special teams, and 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 that has become like what you have been known for now because you did block a punt and you playing gunner. It erases all the other good stuff that you've done in people's minds. Like you can still be a really good special teams player, and then you see that, and then the game ends the way that it ends, and you say that is a turning point in the game. Then people like they they have a tendency to forget that oh this dude also made some really good plays on there, but that is one of the worst punt block opportunities missed that I've seen since I've been watching football. And maybe because of the Cowboys and how we got beat, but that was that was bad. But but no way I, I just gotta say like you see the good teams make those plays. You see the good teams not make the boneheaded plays to extend drives. You see the good teams do, making doing all the right things. That's a winning that's a winning attitude. And I think for where we're trying to get to it's that part of the evaluation of the game that you have to return to and say, look, we had an opportunity right here had we made that play. And it's just that it's that kind of stuff when you go back to San Francisco, you go back through all of those road losses, there were opportunities that we didn't take advantage of. For There was a conversation going on between Mike McCarthy and Bones Fossil right after yes. that play. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I wish I was just a fly on the wall just to hear what that conversation could have been because, you, like you said, People get fired for for doing stuff like that. That's one of those things. Like that, does he know better? And, and, and Fossil saw something to call it. So you know, he he saw something, and, and you know, and they almost had another one. Well, they almost had another one. Listen, that's the thing, though. That's the thing about a guy like Sam Williams. 
it wasn't even a special call. He was rushing over the center in the left A-gap, and it was him using his pass rush move, which you usually don't see guys with that type of talent on a punt rush team. Uh, but you see a guy like Sam Williams who, who is accustomed to rushing the passer, and he's over the center. Yeah. And he literally just olays him and gets straight through the same way he did on the last one. And when you're looking at it, you say, listen, I have a guy who can make those type of plays. So what do you do next game? Do you tell him not to rush the, uh, not to rush the punter? When you know that he has the talent to be able to put that type of pressure on a punt team to go make that type of play, it's it's. And then we know the statistics of what happens when you punt and yes. you block a punt. I mean, just your, your opportunities to win go up, but because it's it's like a dog on turnover. Because he just, blocks that. that. That's a block and probably a touchdown. Because he he made the play. Yeah. And just his technique at the end of it was just really bad technique. But you can't erase the fact that he was back there again in the position to make Wild. that play, which makes it like which makes it like a very tough thing to do. Because you you especially when coaching you like well. Wow, you know, the really good, the really good is here. But then, you know, the really bad is, and I think the best thing about it is everybody on the team played bad. So, so, so what are you going to say? Right. <laughs> right. You got curse out here. You got D law out yeah, here. Everybody you got, yeah, you got everybody playing bad. So everybody collectively has to, has to eat this one. Mike McCarthy coming up at three 30. And one of the things I'm, I'm going to ask Mike today is about the penalties. Like you think you're the most penalized team in the league. And, and you've told us before about fixing things and dot, 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 dot. And, uh, no. No man, it, it, this is this is who you are, and you cannot expect to go win playoff games on the road if you are going to have penalties like what we saw in Buffalo. And I, I want to hear what Mike has to say because it's it's out of control. This is the culture of who you are. You're you're a team that's undisciplined that will shoot themselves in the foot, and you can't beat anybody good like this. You, you just can't. I mean, you go 49ers, 42 on you, 42-10. This is 31-10. And you're helping with bad penalties. Tyler Smith, love him, love him. That's another drive killer penalty he mm-hmm. had here. Where they weren't, they, they, and it was like, dude, this ain't the time for that. Just like the Philadelphia game, six-yard line, this ain't the time for that. They've got to fix this. And I want to know from the head coach, how come it hasn't been fixed? Why is this still happening Yes, you've gone taking this team to the playoffs three straight years, but you're going to find yourselves out the playoffs in one or two games if you keep doing this because it's going to be real hard to beat somebody on the road playing like this. All right, Heckman, thank you. Danny, thank you. We will see exactly what the Eagles have tonight. Chris Bean, Jazz, Big Will, Joshy, everybody who's a part of this here at DallasCowboys.com. We appreciate you. This has been the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Talk to you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!